to die in downtown. She looked different. She stood out from the others. It wasn't her lanky legs, her strewn brunette hair she let gather on the small of her back. It was the way she walked. She was a woman who knew how to walk in heels. She walked with purpose, her gaze unflinching. This is how I met Maria. She walked into my studio with a beam of light cascading off her shoulders, blinding me as she entered into my life. Such radiance, such movement. Before long, I moved into her downtown loft, walls white and stark with floors to match. There were three large windows facing Spring Street, where we would spend many rainy nights in candlelight, smoking our cigarettes and enjoying red wine. We would constantly have music playing and project films of Kubrick, Jodorowsky, Tarkovsky, usually in mute. The films would project on the wide expanse of walls and would reflect onto the ground, where we would sit level to the floor in large beanbags sharing a joint. We would get high and walk over to the window and light cigarettes, share an Adderall tablet, and stay up all night working on graphics, reading books, and creating visual mood boards pasted with torn pages from obscure European fashion magazines. We would pontificate about culture, critique, create, and smoke more cigarettes until we ran out and had to go for a walk in the dead of the night. The streets were full of vagrants and solely depraved souls, all looking for a dime or a quarter to eventually score an eight ball. If we found ourselves on Fifth and Main, it was guaranteed we would be accosted by Pirate Ricky, a local homeless hero who wore a pirate's cap and would greet familiar faces with his signature arg snarl. We didn't eat very well. We starved a few months, eating canned foods from the pantry. We would share a can of beans with spoons ready in each hand, eager to take a bite of warm food to calm our stomachs. We were too focused in creating, writing short stories, updating our blogs, the general upkeep of modern-day creatives. We were desperately in love, for we were the only people on earth. We lived like Adam and Eve, and our Garden of Eden was inside this rectangular loft, save with no tree of knowledge of good and evil. Good lived in the interior of our residence, for evil was lurking outside in the streets. One morning I awoke late as I gathered the heavy curtains from the windows. The hot sun shone inward, yet its warmth felt artificial. Something was amiss. My gaze followed downwards as I saw a naked torso face down on the ground below. I could see the entrails of the body forming a pool of gallish cinder. An ambulance was nearby with men opening a gurney. A crowd had formed. My body had an immediate gassy response, and I whelped like an injured dog. Maria stood beside me in silence as we both understood that the man whose body now lied on the street was our neighbor who lived in the penthouse directly above us. Minutes felt like hours as we watched the gruesome motion of excavating the body. We decided to shield our view by redrawing the curtains, our space becoming a safe, dark enclave once more. Months later, I found myself walking down the street, and I heard a loud commotion. I turned the corner and my eyes were transfixed to a lone figure angling off the side of a building. As I looked further, I realized this was a person who was forcefully attempting to jump off. There were people who were grappling onto him, but he was determined to meet his fate. This shocked me and angered me. It also reawakened a renewed zeal for life, as in the last few months, admittedly, thoughts of death would frequently enter into my mind. In that winter alone, there were several suicides, all in a four-block radius. Falling bodies were common, and with it, the sense of reality and fantastic escape began to collapse into one perverse idea of what became our bohemian artist's life. Maria and I eventually broke apart. We witnessed far too much human tragedy, 
and we didn't disclose nearly as much as is required in a healthy relationship. We both became so goth. Morning espresso paired with cigarettes became a constant. Black encroached into our fashion palette, and we looked malnourished. We looked like death. Maria used to project radiance, yet towards the end, she could only cast her shadow in proclaiming her presence. When we met, our worlds cratered towards each other. We were broken parts, and we affixed unto one another to make us whole. Our love was fragile, uncanny, and true. Once we realized our sacred garden was no longer, that it too was tarnished, soiled, and imperfect, we surrendered in defeat. She looked different. She stood out from the others. She was gaunt, depressed, and scared. An air of melancholia besmirched her previous self. Downtown forever changed her. It forever changed me. And it ultimately forever changed us.